I've got I've got something for you, or, yeah. or rather something for some of, some of our listeners. Now I'm not sure whether this will. You you mentioned a week or so ago that we'd we somehow got back into the politics charts <laughs> yeah. in a two hundred odd something with yeah, with a bullet. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure whether this will what what impact this will have because on the one hand it's talking more about politics, but on the other hand it might put people off. So it may, it, it may do something and yeah. may do nothing. Um, this is a question for. I'm going to bring back voting again. It's been a while since I've I've I've, uh, I've talked about voting and voters. Um, so I've got a I've got a question for for particularly conservative voters. Right. Okay. You're assuming that there are still conservative voters listening to us. I I imagine there are. <laughs> I mean I mean ideally we'll have converted them. Yep. Into just. Not voting at all. Yeah. But I imagine there are some who still, still think, well, it's it's the, you've got to do, yeah, you know, it's, least it's be- worst, yeah, best of a bad bunch and all that kind of stuff. So, so my question to conservative voters is, would you go back to the tax structure under the last Labour government? Ooh, which which was question. I was going to say it was under it, Gordon, Gordon Brown was Brown. the was the prime minister, but Darling was next to me, Darling. Yeah, um, he was he was chancellor, but well, uh, you know. So I mean, that was you're talking start of the financial crisis, um, yeah, two thousand eight to two thousand and ten, which is when then changed over to the the coalition government. Um, I would snap your arm off mm. for any of the tax codes um, from back then. Oh yeah, that's such an amazing point. The fact that it is so much worse now than it was. Under Labour, mm. that's mental. Yeah, it's you know what's the I don't it's it, you know people people always talk about you know oh well it would be worse under Labour. I'm like it's you know think of how how much the I mean the tax code like tripled under well, and the, and under, the, under uh, George Osborne didn't it tripled and it was already something like I mean it, it's isn't it something like fourteen and a half times the size of the Bible? Right, right. I'd I'd rather have. A George Osborne tax code right now than what we have right now. Conservative, conservative governments and budgets and chancellors—they're not—they're not good compared to anything. They're not good compared to themselves five minutes ago. Yeah. They're not com- good compared to. No one would look back, other than in this comparison here, and go, "Ah, oh, George Osborne, what a chancellor! What a golden era mm. of conservative values." Um, but in comparison to what we've got right now. Uh, you, you would basically take any tax regime of the past, hmm. any of of any stripe. Um, I'd, I'd go back. I'd go back to the tax regime of the Labour government of the seventies. Oh, I don't think I'd do that. <laughs> I mean, that, they, they were they were something like. I mean, that was pretty bad. There was uh, so, okay, not the tax regime, but the size of the state. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, the, 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 and they the, kind of go hand in hand. I mean, the tax codes were the the, ta- the the top rate of tax was something like eighty five percent or something, wasn't it? And there were some like marginal rates of like in the nineties, I think. I'm sure you could more easily avoid it though. Yeah, probably. And the, you know, it, your house would cost five grand. Yeah, <laughs> so that's cause that's another thing at the moment. Inflation, because people are saying, "Oh, yeah, well, in the eighties we had inflation at like fourteen, fifteen percent, or whatever it was." Yeah, but house prices were a lot cheaper. They've, they've done the analysis, and it's harder for people now because house prices compared to salaries. Are ridiculous now. The the multiplier, the you know the average house price mm. compared to the average wage. Mm. Um, 
that the gap between those has just grown and grown and grown and grown and grown. It's not like it's stabilised even or anything like that. It have just gets worse. The, have the Conservatives done anything good with housing in the last 10 years? Or how I long mean, they've, been? They've, been, they've been at the helm for 13 years because... Oh, so that, does that equal Labour then now? Or, or, uh, they were 13, it, weren't they? Tony Blair. So 1997 to 2010. 2010. Yes. Right. So they now... It, if you charitably say they, they, if they'd have done everything at the same speed but in the other direction, that they could have now undone all of the stuff that um, that Tony Blair and, and Gordon Brown did. Right. Okay. So Tony Blair pledged to follow Gordon. Uh, who was uh, Norman Lamont? It would have been Norman Lamont right at the end, wouldn't it? No. No. It was. There. Um, What's his name? Douglas Hurd? Uh, no, he was uh, he was the uh, he was the business secretary under. Um, oh, Hesseltine. No, uh, he was business secretary, wasn't he? You, why don't you let me finish a sentence? Under David Cameron, he brought him back when um, Clark Kenneth Clark. The only reason I wasn't letting you finish a sentence was I was shouting out helpful names. Is that what it was? <laughs> um, was it? Was it Ken? Was it? No, he wasn't. It was Ken Clark at the end, wasn't it? He was chancellor. I th- he was, but I don't think he was chancellor at the end. All oh, right. Oh, who cares? Anyway, whoever, whoever I'll look it up uh, later who on. Cares? Whoever the last chancellor was, uh, Tony Blair agreed to follow uh, their um, the spending uh, plans. Their, their spending plans for the entire first election, the first term, the first four years. Yeah. Um, so what happened, and that's why um, Gordon Brown could say stuff like Labour brought down debt. Yeah. Overall, and 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 they did because basically they followed the conservative spending plans. Factual, not truthful. One, no. So technically, up until that point, um, they they followed the spending plans, and then yeah. after that, they kind of increased them, but not to not the point. Enough. Not enough. It, it, net. It was like yeah, it was like just below. So they could say, oh yes, we've reduced, we've reduced the, the amount of debt. Um, so they, there was only really um, like nine years of labour. Tax spending plans right. under I under see Labour. What you're it. I see what you're getting it. So just reversing it, it would, should have only should have only taken them nine years. <laughs> so it's worse. Than, you're, you're it's assuming, worse than that. You're assuming that the 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 tax and spending regime of the end of the last Tory government before was a good thing. It was better. <laughs> in in least worst territory yet again. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's it's all it's all awful. Um, I mean, the, the, so that 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 conservative government did bring down taxes, um, but they were th- so they were the anomalies. Thatcher was the anomaly. She was the conservative yep. in name only. Yeah, no, no. and and she may have, and I say she, her government may have substantially changed the tax rules in 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 favour of innovation and enterprise. And in favour of bringing in more tax, Laffer curve stuff. Laffer curve, but uh, the the change in state power essentially just went to the quangos. The, you know, the amount of regulation that went that got increased in Thatcher's time, and then John Major just ran with it, um, and then Tony Blair ran with it. And it. From that moment, it was like it was like they worked out, and everyone went, "Oh, well, I'm not giving that power up. The the power to create a quango." Um, and and have the money spent not by not by politicians, um, but by this independent body. Well, it, well, it's just so regulation is just 
it's it's fascism under the radar. Yeah, isn't it? Well, it's mm-hmm. a path to it's a path to fascism. Yeah, um, you know, it's like we can just keep 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 on going, keep on going, keep on going, and then eventually, suddenly, okay, right, you know, we're in we're in the state we are now. It's an um, it's an indirect form of government, uh, and it's not that indirect in the scheme of things no. either. No, and I would argue that they're not really non-governmental. You know, Quango is quasi-autonomous non-governmental organisation. Yeah, it's it's the state. Well, it's, you can apply quasi to to all of it, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, you're right. That she she increased um, she increased the areas of the state that will never get will never get decreased again. Yes, um, you know, it's like well, it, we, I'd like we, to look we, at that actually as there other than. When someone says, "Ah, oh, this, this department or this, uh, this, this quango uh, is not fit for purpose and it needs to be destroyed," it's always replaced by another or multiple others. Take the health protection agency or whatever mm. it was called as this the example of that. It's like, and you've got stupid people like um, Snowden from the IEA, you know, going, "Yay, they're getting rid of, getting rid of this horrible, horrible entity." They just just replace it with another. Move all the same people into the other roles. Maybe replace the person in charge. Probably increase the budget. Increase the budget and increase their scope of powers, which means an increase in the regulation. But what I'd like to know is, has there ever been a net drop? Ever? In the, even even just in the number of them? Um, I don't know. Since Thatcher's days. Yeah, I, I don't know, because obviously some have been... Like you say, gotten rid of, but that's the whole factual instead of truthful, isn't it? You know, they're they're, they're yeah. often either replaced or you know they might get rid of a couple Absolutely. in one area and then you know increase I it in, in another area. Actually, what I would expect to happen is I would expect them to get bigger as opposed to more of them. I, I, what I would expect is that um, there would be some hero ones kind of created or seen to be doing good work, and so now, oh, do you know what? You're now going to have the remit of these other little ones over here, and you're going to absorb them, and you're going to end up with, a, you know, a few really big regulators. But they haven't done that. As I say, that's what I kind of ex- expect to happen. In the same way that um, big business is encouraged just to get bigger and just to hoover up other ones, um, it doesn't happen in the in the uh, Quango sector. No, I think that's I think that's probably intentional. It's like, well, no, this is different from socialism, Nick. This is yeah. different where we don't just have one big thing that does everything. No, no, we have lots but of they little like, things. But they like big things. Yeah, but I think they know that it's easy for them to get away with lots of little things. Yeah. As long as it's under the one big state, then then they're happy with it. Yeah. But it's... Um, yeah, I mean, they, they, used to, they used to be called... We used to refer to them, I think, as socialists and stuff, didn't we? Socialism, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's, in some things, it's not even that. Yeah. Um, you know, take... I mean, some some of the worst things... Um, all the tyranny happened. All the tyranny, all the woke nonsense, you know, like vaccine, vaccine mandates, lockdowns, all this kind of stuff. You know that that only existed under a conservative government. Yeah, not even a coalition, not uh, even a watered down. No, and these things took off, absolutely took off. Yeah. Um, so the, and have been normalised. Yes. Not just seen as an exception or something that should be. They're not even seen widely as a mistake. None of it is seen as a mistake, is it? No, they want to give the powers to the who now. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, the only mistake was the the people in charge could have could have done it more efficiently or something. Mm. Or maybe a bit less flip-flopping. 
A bit, we didn't just need that magic formula, Nick. Ex- exactly. But generally speaking, the lockdown was the right thing to do. The vaccines were the right thing to do. Forcing people back into their homes or to wear their face nappies. It's a shame there isn't a term like MAGA jab for the UK, really. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But, you know, people people say, yeah, well, you have to vote, though, because you just get something worse. Well, I, I would argue... So how many... How many... How many how many votes does the Conservative Party get when they when they win? It's about forty odd percent, isn't it? Uh, less than that these days. Right, thirty odd. You can you can win with like thirty five percent. Yeah, Labour always used to, but I didn't think Conservatives. Uh, yeah, could. it's a bit. It's a bit. It is a bit gerrymandered. Um, yeah, because Labour with the like inner city. You, you only need something like about fourteen million votes. Right, but which is crazy in a country of sixty five million people. Yeah, but whatever, whatever it is. That 14 million votes, whether it's 30%, 35%, 40%. Imagine if that 30, 35, or 40% of people didn't turn up to the ballot box in the next election. Yeah. That would have more of an impact. Yeah. That would, that would have more of an impact than voting for these utter idiots. Actually, no, that's, that's, too, that's too nice. So, these psychopaths. Yeah, let's call them what they are. Um, but it's, um, yeah, I just, I, I think there are, people always say, well, you know, it's, it's still the best, voting is still the best option. Um, but I would, I would wholeheartedly That's, disagree with that. I think now uh, it's just a lack of imagination. Um, that's what I put it down to, um, and just I I sympathise with hope. I think a lot of it is hope. It can't really be this bad, can it? They can't all be psychopaths. Well, yeah. So can this they? this is this is something it's I've hope. noticed, right? It's it's a generally positive feeling that they have about the human race. Well, th- so this is something I've noticed. Um, so most, not all, there are still people who, who like who like us think the that there are t- there are enough psychopaths to, to to take control. You know, again, we're not saying that they're all psychopaths. Just most of them. But yeah, the, the, the majority. They're all on the well, enough. There are enough psychopaths there. Yeah. Um, and they're certainly all on the scale. What sociopaths? There's, there's exactly. Broad, that's what I mean. It's a broad church. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a broad spectrum of uh, of psychopathy. But the people the people who are telling you that it's a clown show, okay, that they're all clowns, they're the ones who are still telling you to vote. Have you noticed that? Mm. The ones who are still you know yeah. who's, who's still keen on elections and and oh, we, yeah, we need our democracy. The people who are telling telling you they're all clowns. It's a threat to our democracy. And because there are, there are there are three options, right? It's all clowns. It's all psychopaths, or it's some kind of mixture of. As I've often said, clown. why can't yeah. it be both? <laughs> yeah, some kind of psycho clown, you know, hybrid. That sounds, that sounds awful, doesn't it? When you. <laughs> well, see, I mean that, but that's the um, that's almost like it. the um, yeah, it's 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 Pennywise, isn't it? Yeah. But it's like the archetypal um, kind of character, isn't it? Like the evil clown. The evil clown. Um, but if you think it's any of the above, why are you still voting? Um, because, well, here's a term that I, I want to... Whenever I hear someone say, I get just instantly annoyed. And it's voting out. Oh, yeah. You can't vote anything out. You can't, fight, you can't vote someone out. If, if only that was an option. <laughs> If only that was an option. I want to vote this person out and no one else in. That, that's what I want. You can't do that. I still wouldn't vote. Because somebody still has to 
administer that, and that's oh. giving them this, acknowledging that they have the power. I, I, I know what but you're I, saying, but I would, I would still, I would have more that sympathy with the person who did that than, than. You've got to admit that that would be oh, such a better very, option. Very tempting. Oh yes, and if well, the same thought process is why I voted in Brexit. If they, yeah, if they counted those, if it was, you know, really, really transparent, and then election after election. The numbers of those only grew. Then you could see a momentum and a groundswell of opinion, and you could say you could you could get everyone to vote out, so to speak. Mm. But another another thing is, so the people people like us who are saying they're psychopaths, we're not we're not saying that they're all psychopaths, or I'm I'm not I'm certainly not because there are clearly some clowns there, but. I, I don't I don't know why people don't realize that the clowns are amazing cover for the psychopaths mm. amazing cover yeah you know it's it's um but then those people that are insisting they're clowns who aren't particularly clown like themselves other than this crazy notion that it's all clowns well do, so the, they're, they're, they're pretty compelling they're, they're, they're reasonable. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Are you talking about people like Toby Young? And, yeah, yeah. That's a very large swathe, mm. certainly on the conservative side, um, of, of people who who just don't buy into all the conspiracies. I mean, I, I don't understand how how they think that in 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 anything like this, whether it's big business or you know, or, or, or politicians or whatever. Um, how they how they think that somehow in all all Western governments, and I'm including like Australia and New Zealand and stuff, and, yeah. you know, kind of Western inspired governments around the world, that in every single government around the world, um, that somehow the psychopaths have not risen to the top, but the clowns have. Oh, such a great point. Such, the, the clowns have all got to point. the point of every single I government, but the psychopaths haven't. I don't think they think there are any psychopaths in government. None at all. That's the only way you could rationalise that opinion. Is don't be don't be daft. They all mean well. The most they're going to concede is that it is a tiny minority. Like there is a tiny minority in the populace. If there's if if 0.1% of the population is a psychopath, then of course only 0.1% of elected politicians and you know and appointed civil servants are going to be psychopaths so of course the rest have them in check of course they're not going to rise to the top that's how they rationalize it i mean the psychopaths do rise to the top they rise to the top of organizations they're they're not all murderers that's the the point we were making isn't it oh totally that's why you're fed mm. that's why you're fed films that show uh that that equate psychopath with serial killer Mm. it's not even just someone who murdered it's a serial killer it's got to be someone so off the charts but another another question they might be asking themselves is, well, why would the psychopaths let in any of these clowns? You know, why would they do that? I, that that is exactly if I if that was me, oh, yeah. I would let in that's, a whole bunch of them. That's Operation Human Shield. I, I would fill my cabinet with Matt Hancock's, yeah, or Matt's Hancock or whatever the plural of <laughs> whatever the plural of Matt Hancock is. Um. I would, I, would, I, would, I would fill. I would fill my. Is that like courts martial? Is that what you're yeah, trying? Yeah, yeah, and attorneys general, and because well, you, you pl- is he more of a Matt or more of a Hancock? Because you, you pluralise the you pluralise the noun, don't you? 
because it's it's only in things like court court martial, which is like it's the bloody French again, isn't it? We've got the words the wrong way round. Matt Hanscock. It should be martial court and like general attorney and general surgeon and stuff. Is that is that what it? Well, you pluralise the noun, don't you? So it's like yeah. it's like a, it's, if it was like a general surgeon, it would be general surgeons. But because we call them you a surgeon general, it's surgeons general. Yeah. And courts martial because it's a court, isn't it? Is it a martial court? Yes. Which it should be, but but we 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 use it the wrong way. Yeah, I've I've never thought about. So if you if you think of it more of a Matt, it's Matt. They're Matt's Hancock. (laughs) We're deviating a little bit. (laughs) Um, But I would, uh, I guess my point was. um, Oh, you'd surround yourself by them in order to give you cover. Yeah, and the the presence of clowns, I see more as like as evidence evidence of psychopathy. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. Of yes. course they get cl- clowns. When these kind of clowns wouldn't rise anywhere near the top of any organisation, any private, yeah. any fully private sector organisation. You know they don't get that far. They get to middle management, but they don't really get. You don't get utter clowns in the top of you know in in like yeah. boards and stuff. Um, but uh, why do, why do you get them in government? Oh, it's maybe it's convenient. Maybe it's convenient for the psychopaths. Yeah, it's a symptom. Mm. Isn't it? Yeah, no, I've not thought about it like that. I like that. Yeah, I mean, I'd, 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 I'd do exactly the same. If I, was, if I was looking for cover, I would have people like like Matt Hancock, who's a bit of a clown, also probably on the on the you know reasonably high oh, on the psychopathy totally. the psychopathy change yeah. uh, that scale. Sorry, spectrum, um, and someone who would do anything for popularity. He's absolutely and, perfect, and isn't he? For power. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, this is right. It's similar to what I said before about um, how uh, when when people like uh, like Eugippius write about um, uh, write about the the clown influence uh, in in government because he's he he will acknowledge some some of this psychopathy and some of this conspiracy stuff, but he's mainly saying it's an inevitable function of the system. So he's he's very much saying it's bad. Um, but uh, but but goes into all the reasons why it kind of just happens, um, and and incompetence is a is a factor of that. They don't take into account any form of blackmail whatsoever. And so again, if you've got something on someone, you can make them do something. And you never need to mention it because you you know yeah. they know they know you know. Yeah. And it's going to be serious enough that they don't want anything anywhere near it. It's not going to be just it, the you know the night with the hooker or whatever. This is serious, serious stuff. Um, and they don't take into account the possibility of that level of corruption. In fact, corruption isn't really assumed. It's not corruption. It's incompetence. It's ne- it's never corruption. Corruption is very, very. It, according to these people, corruption is unbelievably rare in Western governments. You're shaking your head. It's, yeah, I mean, it's it's again, it's the sort of thing I would I would encourage if I was if I was like this. You'd encourage kind of, corruption. Yeah, if I was something like this kind of the um, uh, as in the, the, the image of corruption, you'd encourage it, people to think that the government is corrupt. What do you what do you mean? So if I was if I was one of the head you one were the, the head uh, psychopath, psychopath general. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one of the psychopaths general. Um, <laughs> Uh, I would be, I would be trying to, I'd be, I'd want the politicians underneath 
to try to be corrupt so I could hold stuff over them. Right. Do you see? Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure yes. the best way of describing that, but I would yes. want to have stuff over everybody. And the, the, you wouldn't let anyone in that wasn't controllable in some way, or wasn't open to corruption. Open, or what, you know, who? who, who yeah. so I would want someone who would be looking for ways to, for example, to be corrupt, and then I could, I could, could use, use that to my yeah. advantage. But you wouldn't actually necessarily need them to be corrupt if they were on that psychopath sociopath scale and just wanted power or just wanted fame uh, or anything like that because as long as you know as long as you know that they're not going to ever rat themselves out or you out then you can give them it, it's stick let me say that correctly <laughs> it's it stick and or carrot mm. is is my point some people perfectly fine with the carrots other people, you've got the corruption and the, oh, I know now about it. Right, okay, I've got the stick. But as I've said before, uh, maybe not on this podcast, when you're talking about sticks and carrots, you can hit someone with a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, it's one of those things that it's, if you've got both, that is your perfect. absolute Absolutely ideal perfect. scenario yeah. because they're, they're running towards something and yep. running away from something. Yep. And you never, you never need to mention the stick. But... Wouldn't you also, I mean, this is really putting ourselves into the mind of the running the psycho government, but I quite, I quite like this. This, this, is, this is helping. Um, ideologues. You want people who are true believers, mm. not even necessarily in your cause, but in, for example, the cause of socialism, the cause of conservatism. The cause of democracy. Yes, exactly. And again, you don't have to help them along this journey. You just give them, say, you can establish your vision now of pick the values, yeah, of free market capitalism, it's never that, or um, socialism, or the perfect mix of, you know, state regulation, all this kind of stuff. Your, um, your big brains, what's, what's his name? Uh, big brains? Yeah, the, what, the, the bald guy that, that we saw at the Big Tent Festival of Dan Hannah's. No, 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 no. Um, the Lord, uh, Conservative Lord. Uh, he had a formula for bloody everything, and he was seen as this, you know, amazing mind. He literally had a big head. Um, he was talking about um, coming up with stuff for uh, um, uh, inheritance tax and stuff like this. Oh, or was he? Was he? Was he on he the same panel as? Was he on the same panel as when we, when Steve Baker was there and and the other? Possibly. Possibly. And the other Muppet who was calling for a 100% inheritance tax. Do you remember her? Yes, yes. He was sat next to her. And he right. was there kind of taking notes as she was talking. I can't remember his name. It's really annoying me now. I'm terrible for names. But people like him, who are seen as conservative big thinkers, you, you don't need to do anything other than give them some power. And then they'll hang on to it at all costs. Even, okay, and going back to the guy I mentioned, even some, someone like Steve Baker. Do you remember coming out of that? Because he, he was like, you know, people shouted him, shout about him as about being a libertarian. One of the biggest but even, disappointments. Even in, and when was that? What was that, 2017, 2018? No, it would have been 2018 because yeah. we'd started the podcast. It was 2018, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was coming out of that saying he thinks that... Um, 40%. Just under 40%. Sweet spot yeah. of the size of the state. Unbelievable. It was all just about taking the average, wasn't it? 
But it was what you could get away with. I was going to say that was it. It's not it, yeah. it's, as as much as you could get away. It wasn't even well. You know, I, I would like to I would like to do less, but I think it's not, no, no as as much as I can get away with, and I think we can get away with that. He was kind of implying that if he thought he could get away with forty five percent, he'd he be quite happy with forty five percent. Yeah, staggering. Mm. So yeah, that was a that was my question. Long winded, <laughs> more long winded than I anticipated. But that, my, yeah, my question is to conservative voters: Would you take Would you take the you know Would you take any other um, tax code? government yeah. previous chancellor but certainly certainly the last labor government because they've been telling us for like the last for the last 13 years as you pointed out that yeah well it's always better it's better on the conservatives could be worse could be labor really mm. yeah oh that's it's such a great point i'd never thought about it like that um and of course i'd snap your arm off mm. for, uh, for any any previous regime as i've already said yeah you had something. And should, I'm, should we make another time? Yeah. So, spoiler alert. 28 minutes. I'll write that down and we'll stick it on the show notes. Spoiler alert. I am about to talk about a TV show that I've seen and I am going to reveal. And it's based on a book as well. Uh, so, if you don't want to know what happens in the TV series The Silo, uh, of which there's only been one season and it came out, I think, this year. Um, which is based on um, it's based on the first book of a trilogy that came out ten years ago ish um, uh, called the Wool Trilogy, as in sheep's wool. But I, I haven't actually worked out the reference to that yet. Um, uh, I can't remember what exactly the first book is called. Um, it might just be called Wool or something. Um, but it is a post-apocalyptic thing. Uh, so spoilers, I'm about to give it away. Uh, we will try and put in the show notes um, when to listen again uh, if if we talk about something else after this. Yeah, next week. It might be. It might be. So, on with the spoilers. Uh, you haven't seen this. No, so you're, you're spoiling, spoiling it, for, it you. for me. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't read the books. Um, I'm spoiling it for you. But right, let's, let me just say that I want to read the book now. Oh, okay. And okay. I want to read the other books. Not least of which because I've just finished this series and there's no other hint of the next one on the horizon yet. Because it's only just only just finished. Okay. So I want to know what happens next. So even with what I'm about to tell you, there's still there's still stuff to to learn. Yeah, there's still there's still other stuff you you, you you're hankering. So you're not after. spoiling the whole thing. I don't know the other two, two, sure, two yeah. books. Um, and I imagine, I, as I say, I haven't read them, so I don't know. But I imagine it, this one was very much book one. Is, so I imagine is it the whole is, series? It is the whole of book one. It's not like half yes. of book one, right? Okay. Um, the only reason I know this is because my wife read the books right ten years ago when they came out. Right. Uh, and I remember her telling me about about these. Um, she likes a good post-apocalyptic thriller, um, and uh, and she'd occasionally tell me tell me about these. And I'd largely forgotten about what she talked about when she said, I think we should watch this. They're making this one into a TV series. It's got some good people in it. I think we should, uh, I think we should watch it. Uh, and, and so I have <laughs> obtained it to, uh, to watch. It's on Apple TV. I've got that. So you've got that. So you can watch it. You can watch it anyway. Um, I, I don't know how else to, um, it, it can be got, but it's on Apple TV. Um, and it's post-apocalypse. And it's called The Silo because... There are 10,000 people. They're the only people you know of on Earth. 
and they're in this purpose-built silo underground because outside on the surface is poisonous. Modern day or future you, or you don't know? or you, it's, uh, it's definitely future. It's future or now, okay? There isn't enough evidence to say how far in the future it might be. Um, but it is... Uh, uh, in fact, I'll tell, I'll tell a lie. It's in the future because there's some technology actually you see which is beyond what we have now, but that's part of the that's part of the twist. Um, so it's it's set in the future, uh, post-apocalypse, uh, and it's a really really well-made TV show. So first of all, I, I, I'm going to go watch it again, even though I know what's happened because I really enjoyed the way they tell the story, um, and it's pretty faithful to the books for the book as well as I've been told couple of composite characters you know they, they have to change some things for the screenplay mm. um it's about control well i said to you a few weeks ago on i first messaged you saying oh you've got to watch this program um it's about how you control a small confined population yeah because they're stuck in this silo and and they're not allowed out lockdown it, it is absolutely lockdown um and they have this form of government inside they have they have something called the Pact, and all of their laws are based on the Pact. It's the equivalent of the Constitution. Um, but they control... So I'm, I'm guessing that be, everyone's in fear. There'll be so much that resonates with you, okay? Is the twist is that they're not really only 10,000, and there's... Wait, wait, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Um, uh, they control the past very, very, very specifically. Okay. Are we talking like memory hole stuff, like Orwell oh, and that yes. kind of right? So nothing is allowed. No, um, I think they call them. Do they call them artic- No, relics. They call them relics. You're not allowed anything pre-silo. Okay. There are some. There are some relics that are allowed. There's like again, this is classic thing of one rule for thee, not not for you know. And and um, uh, and so some of the some of the senior people have got the odd relic around or whatever. They're like legal relics that they're allowed to have. Um, but in general, nothing is allowed pre-silo, um, and and it's not explained why. It's just that's banned, okay? And so it could be it could be a book, it could be a watch, it could be a hard drive full of data, okay? Yeah, that is absolutely banned, okay? And it's and it's because that, you know it's all put in the reason of, 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 of for your safety, you know, that you don't know this stuff. Um, and that there was a rebellion. There was a rebellion and everybody almost died. And so since the rebellion, this is how we act. And the rebellion was like, I think the rebellion was something like 140 I was, years I was going to ask how long have they so been in this silo? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, generations. 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 Okay. Um, and they've got, they've got a little form of government. They've got a mayor and they've got um, like a, a small police force. They've got sheriff. Okay, sheriff's one of the key characters. But they've also got Judicial, and judicial obviously, are, you know, are proper, you know, bad guys. Right. Uh, in in terms of, you know, they're the ones who make the decisions. They're the ones who come up and will overrule a sheriff, and and they're all dressed in black and all that kind of crap. Okay, you've got the secret police essentially, but they're not so secret. You know, they go and beat someone up for having a relic <laughs> or something, something like this. Um, so that so that's the scene, and it's and it's all about the journey of several characters through the story who are trying to find out the truth and trying to find out. Here's the other important piece. There's a camera on the surface that shows the outside 
and projects that onto various screens throughout the silo. Okay, so everyone can be reminded of what it looks like out there. And it's bleak. There's like a dead tree and there's no, there's just scrub and there's, it's not blue sky or anything like that. It's just, it's just horrible and bleak. And what happens is that the, uh, uh, they call it the sensor, gets like dirty over time. And so it can be difficult to see after a few months or a few years or whatever. But if you do something bad, you get sent out to clean. And so if you break a serious rule of the pact, then you go out and you've got to go and clean. You've got to go and clean the sensor and then, you'll, and then basically you'll die. You'll die out there um, because, it's, because it's all poisonous still. Um, but here's the other genius, genius law that they have. If you ask to leave, then you have to be let out. Okay? So they've got this whole thing of, you're not kept in here against your will. <laughs> Isn't that genius? It's mm. like, oh no. If, but, but the law is if you, if you ask to leave, then you, you have to go. And there's a, there's a little bit of rules around contesting it if you feel like you've been misheard and all that kind of stuff. But generally speaking, if there's witnesses, all this kind of stuff, if you say, I want to go out, then there's this whole ritual surrounding you, you going out. And they dress you in a funny spacesuit thing and they give you, and there's this whole spiel they give you. Um, and you have been asked to clean, but you don't have to clean. And all of, all of this, but everyone cleans. If, if, even if you think it's the whole thing is a charade and you go outside, then it's like everyone goes and, and, and cleans. And you're like, what's going on? What's going on? Okay. And here's where we get into spoiler territory. Okay. You, <laughs> which, which set the scene. Which episode are you spoiling? Like the last one. I have to go yeah, through. Unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> unfortunately, the last one. Um, what, what you find is that there's, there's, a, there's this hard drive that, that is found, a relic, a banned relic, okay, that's got loads of uh, information on that you know, nobody should have. Uh, and it's got a video on there of the outside. Yeah, of course. And it's blue skies, birds flying, lush and green and all of this. And so people see that and they're like, what the fuck? That, they're, they're lying to you. They're lying to you, okay? Uh, and so um, a couple of the characters you see leave, they go out, um, because of that okay and they go out but they still die they're trying to get over the hill and then they collapse and they die okay one of them even takes his helmet off because he thinks that actually they're, they're trying the, to poison them yeah, yeah. exactly but he still kills over and the body's there on the screen okay and the bodies stay there on the screen uh, they never explain how many people have gone out there and where all the piles of bodies might be but um uh uh but that's happened and so there's people trying to figure out what's going on, trying to piece together more information and how much of this is, you know, is truth or whatever. Um, the, the person who goes out in the final episode, who is stronger than all the others, of course, hero character, yeah, um, manages to de defeat lots of other adversaries and obstacles along the way and uncover plots and all this kind of stuff, but ends up going outside. Uh, ends up going, going outside not because she wants to. Okay, um, but she goes outside and she and, and she thinks she knows the truth, but then what she realizes is, it's a hologram, and what they what they've done is the people who go outside think, oh, it's amazing, it's amazing. People have got to see this. People have got to see this, and so they're cleaning the sensor and they're trying to make it so that people can see how amazing it is, 
because they want people to see. So that's why everyone who goes out cleans the sensor. But she doesn't. She goes out there. She goes right up in front of the camera and she just drops the drops the sponge and everyone's like gasps. But she she goes to 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 walk off and she realizes that um, where the other bodies are supposed to be, she can't see them. And she's putting her hand through it. She realizes it's a hologram, a sophisticated hologram. In fact, what she actually sees is she sees the same pattern of birds fly across the sky as she saw in the video. And she realizes, oh, hang on a minute. I'm watching something that's already happened. This isn't this isn't the same. This is yeah. Well, I was same. wondering if the, if the if the what they're displaying into the people was like just like a video, and then whether they were CGIing the people going up and killing so, over exactly. And all of this goes through your mind when you're watching it, yeah. and what you think is happening is that the the lovely lush countryside is what's real, and that they're amending the image internally to show you the the des- desolate stuff. But it turns out that's not the case. It turns out that that's the psyop. And it really is bleak and desolate outside, and that's the end, the end of it. I won't tell you. I won't tell you any more than that. That's pretty bad, as spoilers go. Okay, um, but what I wanted to talk to you about was—it's like the double, triple bluff. What other things could we be consuming or experiencing or seeing as? facts or stories or things that are shared that are a bit like the hologram in that situation it's how much how much is real and how much do they want you to think something else entirely like do they want us do they, do they want you to be distracted by joe biden wearing a mask there's a great example um, absolutely great example because you're so not that's... you're not questioning other things because part of your brain is taken up yes. thinking about joe biden being you know being somebody else the Michelle Obama being a man, all this kind of stuff. So the one I was, the one of the, thank you for some more examples. That's great. Because <laughs> the, the one I was thinking of is topical. Aliens? Directed energy weapons in Maui. Right. Okay. I don't know how much stuff you've seen shared around. I... Obviously you're not in as very much, neither am I. I'm in a couple of Telegram channels and that's it. Yeah, I did. I did see a couple. So, so I, was it you who sent me something? I sent you the video, which I think it was like a Telegraph TikTok video. Yeah, because so it was I, a, a mainstream media produced. Video. I wasn't, I wasn't too sure about because you know I'm never sure of the veracity of these things. Of course. So I, at that point, and this was the first time I'd gone on to any mainstream media site for yeah. months, but I went on to BBC News and Sky News oh, just so have a look at their to footage. see their footage, and their footage looked a bit dodgy. It's like why are the trees in better condition than the houses. Yes. It looks too perfect, doesn't it? I mean, the trees weren't in great shape, you know, but they weren't like... I would they expect, weren't gone. I would have expected nothing there for or that intensity the of fire. stick. Yes. Yes. Not complete branches and, and all of this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. you can still... See, I wouldn't have expected to see tree shapes, or at least not that many tree shapes. No. No, there should just be some, some trunks. Yeah. The half odd bits, yeah, trunk, sticking, yeah. sticking yeah. out of the ground and like half burnt out and... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it if, it, if, it can, right. if it can burn a house down, why can't it burn a tree down? And and so supposedly the fire moved from house to house to house, but the trees in between the houses. Were- so, have you seen any um, any supposed footage of directed energy weapons acting, acting no. like this? So, I've seen a couple of videos now, which obviously could be faked. There could be elaborate forgeries, and even the, the people sharing them were saying, 
real or elaborate for you know it's kind of up to you to tell um but they're very compelling in terms of <laughs> if i was going to make a fake video i would make it look exactly like that it would be from another country foreign people talking in the background it, cl classic thing where you and i aren't going to verify what these guys are saying okay because it's brazil or somewhere um and Shaky handheld footage. Well, so shaky hand, sh overly which shaky. Is incredibly easy now. Is uh, that's a dead giveaway of like AI created and that kind of stuff, or, yeah. or or CGI. But you know, even to the point where it looks like the person doing it is is kind of moving their hands. Yeah, a bit too yeah. handheld. Um, uh, and then seeing literally, you know, some kind of beam come out at an angle at the ground and set something on fire and it, and, and all those kind of stuff and you know, at a building and see explosions or whatever um, but even the way the way that it's and it and this particular video is is it's then got a slow motion bit of the strike itself and then it goes back and plays it again classic thing where someone has made sure that they've edited a nice clip out of this um, like Michelle Obama's crotch in the <laughs> exactly <laughs> showing a swinging something um uh, and the the light effects look real, you know. It's not perfect. It's not like if you or I were using Photoshop to make this thing, it would look awful. Okay, but it's not that. But the point is, of course, they've got skilled people to make these things if it is made. But I don't know. I don't know. This could be. It could be real. But do they want? Do they want people on our side of things to think that it's directed energy weapons? But if, would that be to cover up what? To cover up that it really was a horrible fire and a combination of a hurricane that was 500 miles away causing high winds? What would they be covering up? So what and are why? they... I mean, it, yeah, that, that kind of stuff. If I, was gonna, if I wanted something to be a distraction, I would want stupid stuff. Um, you don't think space-based lasers... No, as in like category. Biden, where it's someone playing Biden, that kind of level of stupid, right? Um, because you know you could that could be used to cover up anything. Well, it, it's in the clown territory. Yes, yeah, it's yeah. actually quite yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, like you say, the, what is this? What is this covering up? Um, I mean, I've had people sharing um, the Simpsons episode of where they're getting attacked by lasers and all this kind of stuff and it's taken out of the houses and it's like oh this is pre-programming you were told and all this <laughs> I mean, you'd find a Simpson episode predicting anything mm. I don't know whether that's a good sign or, or not um, there's obviously been a lot of Simpsons episodes but do they just want people I mean do, do they do they just want people some do they want some conspiracy theorists I think they have. We, al we always want some conspiracy yes. theorists. Therefore, we've just got to maybe with everything that happens, we'll release a little bit of shaky footage with everything. Um, so maybe we'll get instead of maybe we'll make it look like it could be faked by deliberately shaking the camera and, and that kind of stuff. Well, you could do a bit of everything, couldn't you? You could have stuff that looks really compelling. You could have stuff that doesn't quite look as compelling, like in 9 11. Well, there's planes, some planes the flying in front of them behind the building yeah, and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So you want to encourage kind of all of it in some, in some fashion. I mean, if it's, I guess one of the other questions is, if it's, I mean, if it's not a directed energy weapon, what is it? Yeah. In that scenario. Yeah. You know, what, what is the, if you're looking objectively, mm. which we're trying to do now, what could it, you know, what are the options? 
um, other than lots of lots of you know intentional fires by some some means yeah um you know it might be might not be a directed energy weapon but it well might an be. awful lot of fires over the last year or so have been arson correct yeah you know a lot of them if not most of them so obviously fires are pretty easy to start in just going back to this tv show silo you yeah. mentioned right okay so they're in this yeah. Bunker is it? Is it underground? It's this um, cylindrical, multi-level. It's like a hundred plus levels. Okay. There's a central staircase. Right. They're not allowed any technology to like help them get up and down. They're not allowed lifts or anything like that. You know, they've got messages going. They've got computers, so they can send messages that way. Um, but it's it's pretty low tech. Okay. And there's just all these different levels. So, and uh, you know, there there are. There are obviously conspiracy theorists in there yes. who are thinking that it's all lush outside. Yeah, and, and that you're being lied to and we shouldn't be in here. Yeah. And then pe- so people get out and you said there's some kind of hologram. Yes. And what's the, what is... The hologram is just around the top of the silo that showing this lush landscape. Showing the lush... Yes. It's only visible by the, if, when you're walking outside. It's not on the camera. The camera shows what it's really like, which is bleak, diseased. Right. So you get out, you walk outside the yeah. silo, and you think, oh, it's amazing. and you think it's amazing. But you're seeing the hologram. Yes. Right. Yeah. That is that is interesting. And what are they? So what's the? Do they give a reason for for doing this? Not specifically, other than. Um, anyone in the silo who's not allowed to know that that's the case. It's not like there's this really large elite that know this. Uh, generally speaking, even the, the, the ones throughout the story that you think are in on it um, are puppets. <laughs> so again, very there, there are the vice <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But um, and there's only there's only one character that. Ultimately, by the end of the series, you know knows everything. What? Only one. What? And even even when when some of the people who are working directly for this guy spy because these guys these people don't know that there are cameras everywhere spying on them. For example, okay, and you know there's there's a team of people with these massive screens in this in this you know secret control room that is properly secret from everyone, um, spying on everyone for this one guy who's in charge. Even they don't know outside is a hologram and all this kind of stuff. And at some point, it flashes on the screen, and he's like, "Everybody, turn away! Nobody look! You must, you must forget what you've seen, and and all of this." So even the fact that there is that fakery, it, it's the proper, proper upper echelon stuff where literally you, as the viewer, only know of one person what? That, that knows it. it. Do they give a reason? for doing this the only reason that is implied is that it's so that anyone who thinks they know the truth and wants to leave um, cleans the cleans the sensor because they think they just need to show people this is the truth but they die before they escape past the edge that's right. that's that's the other thing is that because um, I'm thinking why, why would they not well they're not allowed back obviously they can't Sure, but I would I would want to if I was trying to kind of control this population in there, I would want to I would want videos of them trying to 
you know, break the door down to get back in and trying to smash the window or, or something like that. And George yeah. Warner saying, please let me in, please I'm, let me in. Look, I'm not... It's great, okay, but I've spent an awful long time since watching this series mm-hmm. thinking like you have, in thinking, trying to find the flaws in it, trying to ask why. I don't have all the answers. And mm. it's, it's, it is an, it's imperfect. Of course it's imperfect. It's, a, it's fiction, okay. Um, I've had conversations with my wife going, well, why, why have they done that? Because surely you just do this. And you're, of course, it's, it's TV, it's fiction, mm. uh, it's whatever. Um, but it's, it's just a great little allegory, I think of control systems and that the control systems might not be what you think they are because um, another an example of the i don't think this is an, an analogy but an example would be actually there is a deadly virus out there yes um but we want a certain number of people yes. not to be afraid so that they die from it for example that that would be yes. so they, they they think yeah this fine lockdowns are rubbish we're going to go outside and they go outside and die yeah. because they've been, you know, they've, they've infected each other. Yeah, and this is what I've been trying to conjure up in my mind. Mm. It's like, what if they did go to the moon, but they deliberately want a certain proportion of people to think that they didn't? What, what would you be covering up instead? And in the silo, it is, it is deemed as it's so, so important that they don't find out that they're being controlled because that's I suppose the point they want them to know that outside is bad they show them that on a screen but there's this other control mechanism they don't want them to know about for the good of the people yeah, for the greater good for the good of the people in the silo because otherwise there'd be uproar I don't understand that bit of it because if people just go out and they die well, and you can see why because it's bleak and horrible and poisonous of course you're not going to get out of there of course I'm going to stay inside. It's still bad out there. <laughs> Why do you need this extra level of um, extra level of control? That that's the that's the bit I don't quite. Understand, yeah, and if you but, saw if you saw a bunch of people go out there and die, you just you wouldn't you would like yeah. at that point you wouldn't want to go outside, but you'd have a no. mutiny. Yes, or you'd you'd be working towards that. I think I guess unless they want I well, guess taking may, control. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they don't want people to have a mutiny, so they want to they want people to want to go outside. Right. If you find out something. If you're a conspiracy theorist, you're only going to die because all you're going to do is ask to leave. You're going to think that it's fine outside, so they're happy for a little bit of information about it looking good outside. That's what I mean. So they, is w- there. they want people like you and me. So they're self-selecting. The people that are most likely to try and take over end up going out and dying. Yeah. The people like you and me, they don't want us yeah. to, to do it, to do it, have some, some kind of a mutiny or just to have an uprising. They would rather we so think fake, that it's lush. So fake the truth. And make the truth seem more believable. Sorry, make the fake truth seem more believable than the actual truth. Or just and lead you to your death. Yeah, it's in that respect really quite clever, isn't it? Yeah. So that bit that bit's quite clever. Yeah. But with the I mean, with the with the conspiracy theories, so it could be that, and this is like. 4D chess, isn't it now? I knew okay. that this would where we would end up going. You have to start questioning things in this. But it, it's they, a bit of fun. Let's say, let's say I'm in charge. I'm one of the vice wielders. I'm like one of the. I'm the. I'm the psychopath that I was. And you've trying surrounded to, yourself with all these clowns. I've got. I've got the Matt's Hancock around, um, and all these clowns and stuff. But I'm. I'm the head psychopath. The guy I was trying to trying to be earlier. We go to the moon. Um, we actually go to the moon. Yep. But can I? Can I? Can I also get some additional benefit out of this? 
by making it look like a conspiracy theory so that in the future, conspiracy theorists are going to be focused on this. And not something else. And not something else. The same with yeah. everything. Yeah, distraction. Mm. The, the, the misinformation is specifically a look over there. Squirrel! So that you, sit and you don't see something else more important. Yeah. I just, I don't know what those things are. And this is what I'm trying to work out. I mean, the thing about the silo is they would have to, there has to be something, something awful that has happened. Yes. Um, that they're using to their advantage. Whether they, whether they, whether they caused it or not, because you yeah. don't know, I guess you don't know why it's desolate out there. Um, yeah. But what, you know, the, the, and like the example I gave just now of, 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 of COVID actually being real. Um, you would need something like that. Um, you know, you would need something to happen that you think, hang on, I could exploit this by, you know, by making it look like yeah. something slightly different yeah. or, or, or completely different, you know. Um, and you see, from now on... Because pe- and I guess it's more likely in the future because now people, a, a, a large minority, let's say, um, of people now believe that uh, yeah, government isn't your friend um, yes. and are hugely sceptical of anything that comes along now. Um, there's, a, there's a significant minority. Yeah. These people now are probably more likely to believe in anything. They're, probably, they're going to be more contrarian. We've said this. We're saying that We've our default position this. now is that they're, they're faking everything and if I learn otherwise... Yeah. They could use that to their advantage, potentially. Yes. But they would need, they would need something... They would need something pretty bad. To what? What for? What to be the truth? To, in, in order, order to, to, in order to make it look because they need something bad so they can make it look like they're doing something bad to achieve that. Yes. So if there, if there did happen to be an actual natural wildfire, they could use that and, and then you know just make videos. Well, of, you see, this is this is what I wanted to say, is. You can argue in the silo that they are trying to protect people by lying to them, okay? And they are trying to stop people in general from uprising and from leaving because outside is is poisonous and we have to stay in here. And I, so they are trying to protect people. I No, I think that they're doing. They, 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 re, they think that... Well, okay, so it's it's... It's deadly outside, yeah. okay. And in order for us to survive, us being you know humanity or whatever, and they yeah. might—I guess—I was expecting the twist to be actually this is how they've arranged society now because they realised that it's far easier to have <laughs> ten million of these silos yeah. um, than it is to have people interacting with each other, Who knows, which could maybe, be the could be the twist in the second maybe book. Maybe they whatever. did that, and yeah, and or this is the only one left, or there could be others, and and, and yeah, it could be that the poisoning of the atmosphere was deliberate. Yeah, in order yeah. to yeah, in order to control the population, this, that could be the way. Absolutely. But whatever it is, the, the 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 powers that be, or maybe it's the one guy in in the, in the story, he believes, like lots of people believe now, that the only way is to have some kind of rule, have some kind of government. That's the only way people can survive. Like anarchy yeah. would just never work. And in order to maintain the establishment, yeah, we have to create a way to get rid of the conspiracy theorists because they will 
they will they will screw things up and yeah. we, we, it's better that they go out and die for yeah. the greater good comrade than they interrupt things and they disrupt what we the good thing that we have going here because this is the only way it works yeah, yeah. it's classic it's classic communism again isn't it yeah you know it's it's the it's it's not just that you know it starts off with it'll be it'll be better if we all do this <laughs> and then eventually it's it'll only work if we all do it and it's the only way that it'll work therefore we need to get rid of everybody anybody who is against us yes for the greater good yeah yeah absolutely but yeah i can't think of particular good reasons why for example you would you would want to fake energy weapons and well look there's more there's more than this than just energy weapons in in maui there's why did they turn the water off and stop people from you know putting out fires themselves and stuff like this there's there's, there's a load of different things and i have listened to um a dark horse um where um uh brett interviews some you know the only journalist that was like actually there and was based there and everything um, and he's someone he's talked to before, so someone very much not on the you know mainstream side of everything. Um, but it's well, let's face it, you know, Brett's the kind of normie side of yeah, of, he's of yeah. not normie. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's clinging so, on, isn't he? Oh, totally, totally. And so again, these these people they aren't loved by the establishment, but um, but they're the acceptable face of the conspiracy side side of things. Um, he was you know, this this journalist was debunking various things that you know, stories that got around and and providing more information because he, he he was there and, and a lot of what and again Brett's very good obviously on COVID in terms of pointing out that this can't be just a series of of mistakes because it's too perfectly all mistakes it's too perfectly in the opposite direction yeah clowns would would not do the opposite of of you know all, all the time good. yeah. Um, so there has to be something sinister. Uh, whereas with this, he's kind of pointing out that, um, with the benefit of hindsight, you, you can rationalise a lot of these the smaller things that have caused death in in these fires in Maui or whatever. But you can you can talk about them and you can go okay, but you put yourself in that position, having to make that decision very very quickly, and you can very easily rationalise. For example, if you were to make the decision the other way then you're at risk of people dying in a different way. And so you could be seen to be there going, well, I don't want to make that decision because people might die. But basically, it doesn't matter which decision you make, people might die. And so... Don't make a decision. I'm with you. <laughs> I'm with you. There's some absolutely fantastic examples, okay, or in that the, this guy, this journalist gives of um, people doing things for themselves. Okay. It's, it's brilliant, all right? And he's talking there... It's seen. This is what's brilliant, and this is this is classic Brett Weinstein stuff. Obviously, being a lefty, being someone who still clings onto the notion of democracy and government, is they're they're pointing out where government has failed. But on the one hand, you've got government has failed. On the other side, you've got people have just done what they needed to do themselves as a community. What, okay. What does what does Brett think about that? Was was he was he glad that they've done stuff? No, not not doesn't feel bad that they have done stuff but thinks that government should have done stuff they think that government should be there to do to, to sort out all these problems to be there certainly I mean let's face it so it's a, tra it's a tragedy people, that, that these most, people did it on their own he, you know he wouldn't 
counter it that way. But it, it's it. It's but, he, but he's disappointed. Disappointed right. that I think these people that have they they're not minarchists, obviously, but they believe mostly, and this is what disheartened them as much about COVID. They believe mostly that government is necessary in a crisis. Do you do you agree with me? Yeah, yeah. That that's like the number one thing. Protecting its citizens, all that kind of thing. Uh, war and crises are are just top of the list. You you could if you really pushed them, you could get them to abandon healthcare. You could get them to abandon all of these other you know, the roads and everything. Maybe not healthcare because you can you can make that a crisis, but you can get them to abandon everything else, and it's just. The government is there to do things and to organise and to get things done and to save you in in these times of you know of, of bad bad stuff. But what is revealed is, with the best will in the world, government is too slow and people will just band it together and get shit done. And that's what Maui showed. It's a no light bulb moment of maybe 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 no. individuals getting together nope. are better nope. than this. Nope. But what I heard on this interview was some excellent examples of people doing what they needed to do despite mm. government. And at that point, I couldn't care less whether or not the lack of government aid or the bad decisions that government made trying to get aid to people was was deliberately wrong or, or not. Because we don't need you. We're just going to get on with things. Um, get, just you know, Get out of the way. Um, and so them being late to the party or in the wrong place or whatever, that's fine. I mean, it's not fine. It's a waste of money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but yeah, it's interesting that they don't go. This is a triumph for the people themselves. Well, I just, I just hope that more people become aware of that, so that they. I, so that, yeah, I still, I still think that they're just going to lament government. Government didn't get it right. Next time, next time, we can learn from this. No, 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 we can no. learn from Katrina. We can learn from this. Next time, will be better. More money. We need more money in FEMA. Uh, that's not the point I'm making. That, that is, okay. I, I see what you're saying. But the point I'm making is that people might think that oh, the government needs to be better, and they still might have faith in what the government should be, and they still might vote. Yeah. But I don't want them hanging around waiting for the government. So if more if this story gets out, even if people believe that that's oh. what the government should do, they're still going to get around with yeah, their neighbours and sort stuff out. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. that would be that would be what a what step I in found, the right direction. You know what? I can't remember the guy's name. American guy, like radio talk show, but not mainstream. That James Dellingpod has interviewed a couple of times, um, like a couple of years ago or whatever, and I remember him sounding pretty sound on a lot of things, but. There was this tacit acknowledgement, very overt acknowledgement, that uh, government is better than the private sector at mobilising things quickly. I know, and you're you're screwing your face. That up would be there, one of the things that there are the that, worst. That would be at. one of the first examples I would give. At, yes, uh, the rubbish at it. And I almost had to stop listening at that point because mm. it was. But what government can do is quickly make a decision and disseminate information. And I was like. And and so as I was listening to this account of what happened in Lahaina, I was immediately thinking of this guy and thinking, well, there's your example, straight mm. away. Or, People have on the ground have just done what they needed to do. 
What, what about the recent example with the train that derailed and there was that huge, there was oh, that chemical. huge chemical cloud? Oh, well, they, they, they deliberately burnt it, didn't they? It was a release. But just the, the way they handled that was just, you know, what, is, what did this guy think about that? Is that the, was that the, is that the best way to deal with this? And they're, and they're, you know, after 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 yes. three years of telling you that regular air is deadly and you can't go out, there's this huge fucking mushroom cloud of like deadly gas, and they're like, it's all fine. You don't need a mask. <laughs> you're you're good. Yeah. The air is fine. And and the air in um, what about the uh, the fires coming over from Canada? Yes. Did you see those photographs? And they're saying, yeah, you don't need to worry. You don't need to worry about that. You need you needed to worry about COVID which for you the last see. three years, which you can't see. But this thing, you but this, can this see. huge. This huge cloud of what yeah. looks like a noxious gas. Fine. You're fine. Don't you worry. Incredible. See, <laughs> incredible to you and I. <laughs> um, but the sheep just follow. They're not weird sheep. They're, they're just sheep. And they will... Uh, lemmings. Yes, lemmings was... was lemmings. Because they, they would follow each other off a cliff. Yes. Yeah, into a dark, thick ash cloud. No, the ants just walking into the. You know, you got, you got the you got the kid with the magnifying glass, right? And yeah. you've got the row of ants, and each one just keeps walking into the because they're following the one in front. Yeah, yeah. Because they get, in fact, they get. Because don't, don't they occasionally get into death spirals? Don't they? Ants. Yeah. Well, not not really spirals. So basically, they so they follow. I, I, I wish I could make the ones in my garden do that. <laughs> they follow each other. To get somewhere, and occasionally, if one of them gets lost, yeah. and we'll and and we'll find the back of the then they'll the just other end ends. up in a loop. They'll they'll get in a loop, and they'll just do that until they all die, <laughs> because they're all following each other, this assuming year, that the guy in front is knows where they're going. This year, in our garden, we had over twenty five ants' nests in our lawn. It was pockmarked with them. Yeah, we we had it. I think either last year or the year before we had it. And, and just I'll, a I'll, bad year. I was speaking to Green Thumb, and they said everyone has it. Yeah, I think this is classic populations grow and wane and all of this, and it's just just one of those things. Mm. Um, on Flying Ant Day, it was insane. Clouds of them coming out of our garden. Um, but yeah, I, I wish I could coax them into a circle. <laughs> <laughs> Try that next time. Yeah. If you've enjoyed this edition of Sounding Board, make sure you subscribe on your favourite podcast platform and visit soundingboard.com to see all our audio recordings, videos and blogs. We don't want your money, but you can support Sounding Board by giving us a great review and sharing us with the people you know. If you have an idea for a topic of conversation, why not join us in our Telegram channel at t.me forward slash soundingboard. See you next time.